0: Can you say raviolis? Yeah, that's the Italian way. Hmm. Can you say raviolis in Dutch? Yep. Can you say raviolis? Yep. That's Mandarin. Can you say raviolis in Spanish?
1: Are you looking for someone to share their deepest, darkest secrets on keeping their marriage spicy? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Are you like, please dish on how to be a cool parent? Because yeah,
0: I don't know. Please tell me.
1: Well, Jamie Otis and Doug Hayner have got all you hubbies and wifeies and mommies and daddies covered. Yep, that's us. Because each week, we're finding a guest who will spill all their dirty secrets.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Because we all want to keep our marriages hot and our parenting cool.
0: Here's the show. Welcome to another episode of Hot Marriage, Cool Parents. I'm Douglas Hayner.
1: And I'm Jamie Otis Hayner.
0: That's right. And if you have been watching us online, we made a major, major announcement and reveal. But first, we want to say Happy Thanksgiving to everybody.
1: Oh, you cannot say that and then say, oh, but first we want to say Happy Thanksgiving.
0: I just want to do a little tease first.
1: Oh, that's so silly. (laughs) I don't think that anyone wants the tease, Doug. Guys, men in there teasing. I hate it. That's right. Play the <laughs> game. No, but if you guys have seen on Instagram or, you know, we pretty much have spilled the, the beans everywhere. We had our gender reveal party last weekend and we did the Russian egg roulette thing where apparently Jimmy Fallon actually made this up, but where you hard boil 11 eggs and then you leave one unhard-boiled, but you color them all. And so the color of the one egg that isn't hard-boiled is either blue or pink. And it is the color, like that's the gender of your baby.
0: Right. So as we go through, we have Henley smashing the eggs on our heads. So she picked- <laughs> She up- loved it, actually. Yeah. In the beginning, she loved it. She, she would pick it up and then smash my head and then smash Jamie's head. And we were really lucky that she didn't pick the actual egg until like egg number seven or eight. Like we gave a lot of suspense, which was awesome.
1: Yeah, that was kind of cool. We filmed it all for our YouTube channel. It's Hot Marriage, Cool Parents, and we're going to revive that thing. We haven't really shared. and I mean, we share only like every once in a while on our YouTube channel, but now we're literally documenting this pregnancy every single week on YouTube because I just want to be able to relive all these moments with our Son one day, mm-hmm. so sorry I just spilled the beans. If oh, you, that's right. Sorry guys, if you didn't know, it's. A, I hate to just spoiler alert. It's a
0: boy. It's a boy.
1: Yeah, and what's really interesting is the one egg that Henley didn't want to crash on our heads was the the egg with the yolk in it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and she kept picking him up and not hitting us hard enough, and then all of a sudden. She hands the blue egg to Jamie and says, I don't want to smash it or something like that. So yes, yeah, exactly what she said. Yeah. So Jamie takes it, shakes it in her ear, then smashes my head and to our surprise it's a boy.
1: Come to think of it, I was watching that video back and I was like, I would have yelled at Doug for cheating if he did yeah. that.
0: Yeah, you cheated a lot.
1: I was so hypocritical. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> but anyways, uh, I shook it into my ear and I was like, oh, that's hard boiled. I didn't hear anything shake. And so I was like, oh, this isn't it. And then I cracked it and it, op- it was it. And I was like, oh my God, it's a boy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was hoping that you would smash it a little bit harder. You kind of just Why? gave like a little like tap and then it just oozed out.
1: Why would you want it to ooze out anymore? For the effect. Oh, yeah. you wanted a yoke on your face. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I wore blue enough for the whole month leading up to it. So,
1: yeah, you really did. You put that out into the universe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes. Yeah, so, happy Thanksgiving to you guys. Today is Thanksgiving. If you're listening on Himalaya, it comes out a day early on Himalaya, or it is Black Friday. Yes. Oh, it's so exciting. You know that we are actually recording this early. So, for us, it's technically Wednesday. I don't, I can't like lie and be like, Today is Thanksgiving or Black Friday. Actually, it's Wednesday. Wednesday night, our daughter's upstairs sleeping. And tomorrow morning, we leave at 7 a.m. to go upstate to see my family. I'm going to see my sisters. We're going to have Thanksgiving with my side of the family. I'm going to meet with my aunt from my dad's side. I mean, this is the first holiday I know about who my father is. And I just, you know, I don't know. I just want to honor his spirit, I guess. I don't know. I just want to be a part of that and also his manager and business partner told me to bring a flash drive and he said I have lots of pictures of your father and you just bring a flash drive and I'll give them all to you that's awesome I cannot wait to go through these pictures Doug
0: and he saved a voicemail or two right yeah listen to yeah yeah this is actually going to be the first Thanksgiving that we haven't spent with my side of the family
1: that's true. Actually, no, there was one other Thanksgiving. We were with my family.
0: Yeah, because we, we ate at Joanna's house, right?
1: Yeah, my older sister Joanna's house. So every other Thanksgiving has been with the Hainas. Yes, and it's really interesting, actually, because my little sister, Leah, asked me about a month or two ago to come up for Thanksgiving this year. And usually, you know, me and my siblings, we are all, you know, married or with someone else now. And so we would always celebrate with our with our in-laws. And then we always decided we would celebrate a day or two later together just because, you know, my mom's kind of hit or miss whether or not she wants to celebrate the holidays with us or not. Is and she coming? I think she is. And this is the thing she always She's says she invited. is. invited. Well, of course she's invited. She's always invited. But she says she is, and then she doesn't show up. Like, you remember that one Thanksgiving we were actually filming Married at First Sight? And she was supposed to come and never came. Yeah. And that was really... Well, first of all, it was embarrassing to me because we were newlyweds, and we were filming a TV show. And then... It was also just, it was just sad, <laughs> but yeah. I got over it real fast. But anyways, I mean, I better understand my mom now, and I'm older now, and I, you know, and it's fine, and I'm a mom myself now, so I have no time to be crying if my mom doesn't show up for Thanksgiving, <laughs> you know, I gotta just be happy I am, and I am, this is what I've always wanted, was to have a little family of my own to celebrate the holidays with, and to, it just, like, eases the pain of not having parents, I guess, or, like, any other family, but now... I do have other family. Not only do I have you That's and crazy. your family and obviously like Henley our daughter, but my aunts, I, I've like grown kind of close with them. I mean, I really love them. I think there's they it, and it's so bizarre. We're not it's not weird when we hang out. Like they we just kind of like hang out. It's just like nor, like it's like almost like we've known each other for a really long time, but we ha- don't know each other that well, but
0: they've been so interested in, in us and welcoming you. And it's it's really fantastic to see and to witness because these strangers have just opened their arms to you, me, Henley, and the idea. And they've really been amazing people.
1: I don't know what I had in my mind when I finally discovered my dad's side of the family. I really didn't have an awful lot. I didn't know what to think. I mean, they, it surpassed every dream that I could have had. I mean, truly i mean they're just so easy to be around and it's so more non- than
0: yeah more than you could have ever even thought or hoped for
1: the next best thing to being able to meet my father is to be able to have my these two aunts that i have who are just so lovely and they're so different they're so so different and i just love both of them so much they're just their di- their personalities are so different but they're so great
0: it is kind of strange how you didn't know them a couple months ago and then all of a sudden you start to hang out and it's like you didn't skip a beat. It's like nothing, like you've known each other forever. It's yeah. amazing.
1: I think it's DNA, maybe. I don't know what it is. Like, it's got to be DNA. I don't know if it's genetic or what, but it's literally not awkward. It is never awkward when I meet up with them. Yeah. It really just isn't. The only person, like in all honesty, that it's a little awkward around is my poppy, their dad. I don't know. I just I just feel like maybe he's a bit hesitant of about me and
0: yeah, I mean, it could just be a generation thing. He's older, may not have time or energy to have to deal any more with this friends or... To deal with this yeah. like delinquent kid that came out of the blue. But I also think that's his personality because he's been nothing but gracious to not even have us pay for anything, even as much as we insist. I mean... He really has taken care of us every single time we went up there.
1: Yeah. I don't like that though. I want to do something, you know, to just show my appreciation because I am not a moocher and I just want to like, I am, and I'm almost like to the point, to a fault, like have to prove that I'm not a moocher. Like, (laughs) let me buy you something because I'm not a moocher.
0: (laughs) But I think that's also what grandparents are for.
1: Maybe that's what they're for if you've known them for your whole life. But I've don't know him and I'm an adult and I don't expect that in any way, shape or form. And I don't really want that. I'd rather have like a symbiotic relationship
0: where we're, we're both just, you know. Just two little symbiotes.
1: Yeah. Just like really just feeding off each other. All right. Enough about my family. Thank you guys for listening to me rant about it. I'm obviously so excited. I mean, it's just like so surreal to have a family. And even though it's not my dad, I'm just so fortunate that like the rest of his family is so loving and welcoming.
0: Speaking of family, I do want to wish everyone out there a very, very happy Thanksgiving weekend. And if you haven't heard, this is going to be your last week to leave a five-star review because we will be doing a drawing to offer a coffee on us. Yes.
1: So you guys are our Franaly slash Fran's. And we wanted to just kind of show our gratitude to you. We've reached 50,000. Now we are at 52,000 followers on Hot Marriage, Cool Parents page. And it just really blows our mind. And we're so thankful for your support and your love. And originally, I, we were just going to do $5 Starbucks gift cards. And I was going to go buy in them in bulk and mail them out. But then it occurred to me that maybe not everybody loves Starbucks, which I have, I, I like Starbucks. But maybe, <laughs> I mean, I know some people are like hardcore Dunkin' fans. Right. And my sister-in-law is a hardcore Wawa fan. So I was like, let's do this. Let's PayPal each of the winners, $5, because we want to get them. We want to get you guys a coffee on us, but we want to make sure it's a coffee that you like. If you don't like (laughs) Starbucks, I don't want to force you to drink Starbucks.
0: Well, and this will be the last week to go ahead and leave a five-star review. And the goal for Jamie and I is to pick out 50 of you to have a coffee with. So 50 five-star reviews. You can go to iTunes to leave your five-star review, and this will be the last week.
1: It's only going to be on the iTunes platform, only because we can't possibly differentiate multiple different platforms, and since iTunes is the most popular, if you leave the five-star review there, we're going to read your handles off at the end of next week's episode, so you'll want to stay tuned for that, but we'll also be sharing it on the Hot Marriage, Cool Parents stories.
0: That's right, and speaking of five-star reviews, I want to give a shout-out to 99 kls 23 uh her title really got me got me laughing and it was hilarious honest family and then she wrote been rooting for you since maths which is married at first sight love that you are both so honest and open about your life your vulnerable your vuln,
1: <laughs> duck you can't talk
0: your vul, your you're, vulnerability your vulnerability lets uh lets so many of us feel less alone thanks for the laughs too Don't ever use that word in a five-star review again.
1: (laughs) Doug can't say vulnerability.
0: (laughs) I used to have a friend uh, in grade school that couldn't say remember. He would always say remember. All through grade school and through high school, it was always remember.
1: I feel bad for him because I'm sure he was picked on, wasn't he? No,
0: no. He was with us, so he was cool. Oh. Okay, cool.
1: All right. Well, KLS, you are in the drawing for a coffee on us.
0: And don't forget, you could download the Himalaya app. It's free and you can listen to Hot Marriage, Cool Parents a day early.
1: Yeah. All right. It is Black Friday and it's honestly, I used to have to work most holidays and so and even Black Friday. So I never really got to go shopping. I never really understood the big fuss. Like Cyber Monday's way better when you could just sit in your sweats at home and order something online.
0: I feel like stores have ruined Black Friday because it, because it's not really Black Friday anymore. They, they the stores open early. They don't they I, put I just their wish, sales early. Yeah. I wish they would just honor the people that loved getting up and loved the tradition of waking up super early in the morning Getting online, getting their stuff, having it be a limited amount, so you had that advantage.
1: Uh, well, do you know how many people died? Like, remember that one year at Walmart, someplace who know I don't even know where, but like <laughs> there was a stampede and like two people died.
0: It was for a uh, kids' toy. I think it may <laughs> there might have even been like a Tickle Me Elmo. People were I crazy. Mean-
1: I, I'm kind of happy that now, I mean, they've gone really far fetched. So like, we're not partnered with Lowe's or whatever, but we have to get a new refrigerator. And I'm like, I'm waiting till Black Friday, because I know that they're on sale really well on Black Friday. And we don't need a fridge that bad. So I'm like, this, this bad boy can wait until we get a better deal. Anyways, I went into Lowe's the other day, and they're having their Black Friday sale the whole entire month. And I'm like, that's a bit much, but also at the same time thankful because the thing is is we're going to be upstate so it's not like I can buy a fridge upstate and be like can you deliver it <laughs>
0: <laughs> to my right. house in New Jersey we did the whole Black Friday thing though the one year with your family
1: yeah and I, and so that's what I'm excited about so this year we're going up and my sisters I mean they really like going shopping they literally go after Thanksgiving dinner which I always had like a bit of a problem with restaurants and stores being open unnecessarily for holidays because I'm like then like people have to work those stores and they can't enjoy the holiday.
0: Yeah, but they get paid extra. So that's kind of like the perk.
1: Yeah, but I mean, I worked
0: as, you know, I remember when I was in
1: the hospital working and I had no choice but to work. And even if I got paid extra, I was like, ugh, like I'd much rather be hanging out with my family right now.
0: <laughs> well, I'll be glad to sleep in with Henley on Friday.
1: Oh, I'm not getting up that early. Mama <laughs> over here is 4 months pregnant and not interested in getting up at the crack of dawn to go shopping.
0: I've I've only woken up early once for Black Friday and and it was because one Thanksgiving our dog died on Thanksgiving. Oh my god, really? Yeah. So, my best friend Tim and I, we had a house, we bought a dog, and we had the the golden retriever his name was Gilbert and he was kind of like a young adolescent dog and we had Rosie who was the golden retriever that my parents had you took and rosie so rosie
1: you took rosie from your parents house to your no, no, no. bachelor so, pad
0: no so i brought gilbert our dog to my parents house for thanksgiving oh and rosie had this like little goiter or something like that on her back so she had to get it like like scraped and removed she had stitches on there and oh boy. My dog gilbert was a very energetic dog and they loved they loved each other they were playing and playing and playing and while they were playing, I guess his paw must or uh, maybe a, a nail caught and and clipped oh. the stitches. So the stitches opened up, and it oh. was, but it wasn't it wasn't bad. Like oh. it wasn't bleeding, but it was just an open wound. And my mom was like, "Well, I you know we should probably take her because if what if it gets infected? Like we, you know we don't want things to get worse." And so we put Rosie in the car. We start going, and this was the only time that i've ever felt like horrible 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 because with my mom in the car and i forget who was there, i think my Lindsay might have been there i said buckle in rosie we're going to put you down and i said that joking obviously when we brought her to the place she was a very anxious dog and i think she knew going in we were in like a waiting room and then we were in this like closed off like box for the doctor the veterinarian to look at her back and then she's trying to like jump on me and trying to like get outside. There's like a small window. It's almost like a basement. There's a small window and she's trying to like stand up and she's a big golden retriever is putting her paws on me, like jumps into my lap and is trying to like climb out. And it was just like, you're okay. You're fine. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. So the doctor takes her in to do the stitches. And as she goes in for the stitches, when she comes out and they didn't have to do any anesthesia or anything when she comes out, she just starts to like waddle and then just collapses. And I'm like, what the F is going on? And now I'm like panicking. Like, what is, what, what is happening? Like help me. And I'm carrying this like 80 pound dog back into the place, you know, because I was like, well, maybe we just need to get some fresh air and she kind of like came to. And so I was like, let me just take her outside. Let's get her out of this place. Let me take her outside to walk. And as we were going outside, and it was raining a little bit. As we were going outside, she just did the same thing. She just collapsed. And I just see her like, like almost like her breath was like, it was like her last breath. And they saw it inside. They brought one of those little rolly gurneys out. And I picked her up and I put her on there. And we're like freaking out. Like, what the hell is a matter? And they bring her back. And they were just like, you know, her heart stopped. We can shock the dog. We can get the defibrillator and shock the dog. And so that's what they did. They shocked the dog and she... Came to and had like a faint pulse. Then she went back into cardiac arrest and they came in and they said, You have to make a choice here. We were like, What do you mean? She's like, We can get, we can defibrillate the dog again, but it costs $73 every single time you do the defibrillator. And we don't know if she has that much of a chance because. When her heart came to, it was really, really faint anyway, and she fell right back into cardiac arrest. And they came in to tell us that that it was going to cost 70, seventy-three dollars. Seventy-three dollars every time you shot. You're like,
1: I would just do it anyways. Of course you do it.
0: Yeah, you, you know. But so like we did it again, and they were just like, she's not coming to. Did it again. She's not coming to. And I just looked at my mom, and I was like, you know,
1: she, this this is her time. This, I mean, yeah. She, I mean, she was old, wasn't no. she? No. No,
0: no. no. She was maybe eight, eight years old.
1: Oh my goodness. Yeah.
0: So you could imagine Thanksgiving in the afternoon, having to call my dad and saying, get Lindsay, get Matt, get Uncle Danny, get in the car. Rosie passed away.
1: So on Thanksgiving, you all went to the vet to... So they
0: came, met us there, said the goodbyes, and then had to go home. And the hainers get very sarcastic and, and weird around that type of situation. Yeah, yeah. So it was like the Thanksgiving started out very quiet and just like, you know, getting the Turkey and blah, blah, blah. Just like, it was just in shock and disbelief. And I just, I just remember going to, to Lindsay saying, can you please pass, pass the mashed potatoes? And I couldn't get through it. and I was sobbing and, um and it just made everybody just burst into laughter. And we just
1: because you were were crying, yeah. So,
0: please, mash potatoes. (laughs) And uh, everybody just started kind of like laughing, and it just kind of broke the ice a bit. But that was the only time that I did the Black Friday shopping because I kind of couldn't sleep that night. So, I just stayed up, and at two in the morning, I went to Best Buy and just stood online for something.
1: Oh, my goodness! Wow, dog! I don't like we've been married for five and a half years, and I've never heard that story. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was a rough one. So wait, so your dog Gilbert cut the stitches essentially, mm-hmm. right? And then yeah. the dog dies.
0: Right. After we take her to the vet to get stitched back up, which we find out later that they can't stitch the dog back up. Like you can't just redo stitches. Like they just have to cover the wound and put it together with like butterfly stitches. So it was, it was kind of an in-between thing. Like, should we take her? Shouldn't we take her?
1: Yeah, but I, I mean, honestly, it's probably best that she was there rather than
0: right. Well, they said that she probably had a pre-existing uh, heart condition. Yeah, so, it sounds like she had a heart attack. Yeah, so and and that was the cause for it. But you know, you you never know. You never know.
1: Oh well, wah wah wah. Yeah, That's sorry to really bring everybody
0: s- down. So but it was a yeah. really
1: sad story. I know. Well, what I was going to say is that we, before (laughs) you brought that...
0: I just hijacked that for Black Friday and Cyber Monday.
1: Yeah, like now, now that we're all crying over here, I was just going to say like what our, my shopping list was for Black Friday. So I wanted to get a new refrigerator because ours is literally leaking on the inside and the outside. And we just got new floors. So I'm like, you better not ruin my floors. (laughs) (laughs) That, a new refrigerator. I have to get a paper shredder. And I was like, if I can save money on it, I'll just wait for Black Friday. New mics. Uh, I hope you guys, I hope you guys notice when we get new mics, I almost want to like not tell you the first time we use them I know to see if you notice the difference.
0: We want to get a new mic and then new podcast host host, you know what I mean? Like the software host.
1: Oh, I thought you meant yeah. like you're kicking We're replacing
0: me out. you. Jamie. <laughs> You can not know who me. we are.
1: I'm one part of <laughs> Hot Marriage Cool Parents. Uh, and then the last thing we were going to get was... Do we
0: need anything else? Oh, yes.
1: A, com- a new computer because my computer is so old and it freezes all the time. Yeah. Like a couple weeks ago, I was in LA working and I was trying to get the podcast out. But the whole entire episode from the podcast was on my computer. You can't... I couldn't like do anything. So I had to just say, sorry that it's not out on time. My computer froze.
0: Yeah. And then the when you tried to save it, it was like four hours long.
1: Yeah, it was a bit of a mess. So I'm like, okay, we definitely need a new computer. This bad boy, it's a few years
0: old. You should get a laptop and we should get a desktop for the house.
1: I just want to get a desktop. I don't, I mean, I can still, my laptop is fine. But anyways, so all these big things, I'm like, I literally have been waiting for Black Friday to get them because I'm (laughs) like, I'm going to save a (laughs) dollar. I'm curious what you guys are getting. You'll have to like, let us know in the comments what you guys are getting because.
0: Yeah. Is there any kid toys that are like crazy popular?
1: I don't know. Tickle me Elmo is that still a thing? No, <laughs> we're like, like so not cool 10 parents. Ten years ago, we have no idea what's in the in. I'm
0: the in. I'm I'm the in crowd person. Oh, you're in. Oh,
1: good <laughs> to know. All right, so our wacky gender reveal test was actually kind of right. So last episode, Doug shared all about the the results. We also documented the whole thing on YouTube. So if you want to watch it, you can actually watch us yeah. as we're peeing in things. Well, I'm peeing on things and in things.
0: It was kind of split down the middle. But for the test that could actually produce results, uh, all of those indicated a boy.
1: I mean, not really,
0: Doug. Yeah. Not entirely. You picked up the key, the boy way. You're, you're in- was a boy in two tests
1: the Chinese calendar said it was a girl though
0: I know but no one believes the Chinese calendar ever oh, okay yeah
1: so that was kind of interesting though but Doug in all honesty did you know that it was a boy because you peaked when we were at the ultrasound
0: I you keep saying this I didn't peek I, I was looking at the same screen you were as she's moving the ultrasound thing around and all of a sudden she's looking she's looking she goes up oh, uh don't look at the screen as I'm looking at the screen. So I saw what I thought was testicles. Oh my gosh. So, but it could have also been just a weird way. The umbilical cord was covering the vagina. I didn't know what it was. So I had a inkling that it was a boy, but I didn't know for definite, but that's what happened. Cause she wrote boy on the on the uh, TV. She wrote boy, but I didn't see that part. I only saw when she was looking, she should have said, I'm going to look for the gen, the sex. So don't look at the screen. Cause I was staring at the screen yeah. as she was looking for it.
1: I mean, you never tell someone don't look because right. then they're going to look.
0: You kind of, you said you knew because of this whole nub theory thing. Were you right with the, in the nub theory for Jonathan and Henley?
1: Yeah, I was 100% right. So no joke.
0: What is it? This
1: nub theory, if those of you are listening, if you ever want to find your gender without having to pay like, you know, however many hundreds of dollars it is for...
0: I mean, is it just as easy as if you see a nub down there, Mm -hmm. it's a boy?
1: Well, not entirely. So everybody gets like a 12 to 15 week scan of the baby basically to check for Down syndrome. They're checking the flap, uh, like the fold of the neck to measure that to see if the baby may or may not have a high risk for Down syndrome. And so any case, while they're doing that test, just say, Hey, can you get a shot of the nub? And they'll know what you're talking about because it's, it's a scientific term. Every fetus from 12 to 15 weeks has a, has a nub and essentially what will turn into what the genitals are. So if it's a boy, it'll be quote unquote stacked or it will kind of like point towards the ceiling point towards the sky (laughs) and the vagina just kind of runs parallel and it's not stacked but they are not a penis or a vagina yet they're just it's just like this little nub but it has been a hundred percent accurate for me as long as you get a really good view so for my sister Amy Lynn I knew that she was having a girl before she had a girl I knew Henley was a girl before I had her and then this time I was pretty confident I knew that it was a boy based on that nub. And I felt almost a little mad because I was like, <laughs> I want to be surprised. But I, then I was but then I was reminded that my sister-in-law, she had a boy and I thought that she had a girl based on the right. nub. So I'm just going to go ahead and assume that that ultrasound technician probably didn't get a very good picture. It's, yeah. it's just like scientifically proven that every single fetus has a nub at that point. And so well, if you so get a good picture of it, you'll know if it's a boy or a girl by 12 to 15 weeks. Yeah, it's-
0: but so... Uh, I mean, now that you know that, are you going to have the ultrasound for the next baby? Like, are you going to have one that shows the nub?
1: No, I'm actually not. I'm going to say, please do not get a picture of the nub. I'm not even going to watch this because I want to be surprised. Like I, I was still surprised with this one because I wasn't so sure if I was right about this nub theory thing. Are you sad it wasn't a girl? um,
0: You could be honest.
1: Well, I really wanted Henley to have a sister. I really wanted her to have like
0: a a sister because it because you were not thrilled with Jonathan when you found out it was a boy.
1: I know. I don't like to ever admit that, especially because we lost Jonathan.
0: Well, I mean, I could admit that I was really hoping for a boy and I probably would have been a little bit. I I can't say disappointed, but I would have been a little bit like, ah, darn
1: if it was a girl. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: think it's natural. It's,
1: I genuinely can honestly say I did not care if it was a boy or girl. I I want a little baby boy so bad. I also would love Gracie to have a sister and I also want two more kids anyways. So I'm like, now we know we have one of each. The rest is like yeah, all bonus.
0: So we should actually address all the people that got mad at us for the gender reveal and the video coming out the next day.
1: Yeah. You know, okay. So this actually really hurt my heart because... We're only two people here. We're just normal people. We don't have like a huge team, like maybe like the Kardashians or I don't know who, but we are just two people and we're pregnant and just discovering about the gender of our sex. And we, you know, essentially. The gender of our sex? Oh, gosh. I'm like getting heated <laughs> thinking about this because it really hurt my heart. I, th-
0: I think it was the way it was presented because we were say, we were saying you know subscribe here to watch the gender reveal video and when people went there it, it wasn't on there so they felt misled i think that no. was it
1: the problem was that we were saying we're having our gender reveal party on Sunday. And so everybody just assumed that they would find out the gender when we found out the gender, which is a, a good assumption because I kept saying we're having a gender reveal party then. But quite honestly, I really wanted to give our friends more than just a picture saying, oh, it's a boy. I really wanted to share the whole entire experience with
0: that. Yeah, preparation, party, reveal, and then put it all together because we, we did have people that were taking videos for us because we yeah. also wanted to be in the moment. Yeah. So it,
1: our podcast assistant, Rachel, I had her and her sister take a video. So, and I, and I had it in my head that we would document the whole entire day. Cause one day I want our baby to see it. I want us to be able to relive it. And I really wanted to share it with you guys. Those of you listening, our friends, <laughs> because I know that you guys have been supporting us and loving us since day one. Like I, and I love you guys. I mean, I can't even tell you how much I love you guys. We because just wanted
0: I to say sorry to the people that that got mad we didn't intend for you to get mad or upset. no
1: okay so i want to explain myself and maybe it's my hormones raging but let me just explain myself real fast
0: i think they're just looking i think you could just apologize
1: okay well i'm saying sorry and and honestly my lesson learned is that i will say we're going to find out this day i do not promise that you're going to find out this day as well because i don't want to lead you on to think that we're going to do this that was never my intention my goal was to just package up the whole entire experience that we had and allow you to live It and I thought about doing it just live because we did have our podcast assistant Rachel there to help us. But then that quality is poo, and I wouldn't be able to show our kids that like later on or relive it ourselves later on. I wouldn't be able to interact with you because obviously I would be so focused on finding out the gender myself. So I was like, a better idea is that we're going to make it into a YouTube video, which is a
0: great video, by the way. Yeah, it
1: is such a good video. So, anyways, I just, I do, I want to say sorry if it seemed like, you know, I led you to believe you were going to find out a certain day and then I like reneged on that i i truly never meant that i just wanted to like give you the whole entire experience and which i think that you all do appreciate and thank you for that because i did spend a like the whole entire next day i spent editing this video because i don't know how to edit a video well
0: and shout out to rachel and rebecca and zoe i mean that the team that were behind the scenes that put everything together and took the pictures and um if you haven't checked out the video it is really fun I get chills every time I watch it
1: yeah but I do want to call out the fact that someone said oh you probably put it on YouTube because you get money and it's like girlfriend i wish i got money <laughs> i know uh but no like of course you know we get maybe we get like a penny every time an ad is played but it really isn't about money it's a hundred percent about the fact that we wanted to create this nice video that could live forever yeah that one day we can show our baby boy yeah i it is a baby boy yeah it is a baby boy and not for nothing i i even had so we had already a deal with people magazine which not that it's anyone's business but it's not like we're paid for people magazine exclusive either but we had a deal with them to give them the exclusive photos of our gender reveal and just so you know they didn't see that the day before either like no one got to see anything until i was done with that video because it meant that much to me (laughs) to have this darn video done
0: (laughs) however my dad did spill the beans way early
1: yeah. So if you ever want to get like secrets out, you just have to follow right. Doug Hayner on Instagram. Any on Facebook. major,
0: any major event that happens that is similar to this, just follow my dad because he is he tells the everybody everything.
1: Worst. Yeah. Like if you say we're pregnant, but we're not announcing yet, the next right. thing he does is announce your the pregnancy. The
0: next thing on Facebook is congratulations, they're pregnant, or a big yellow sign that says it's a boy.
1: Yeah. Exactly. But <laughs> anyways. So I just wanted to kind of clarify why we ended up having you wait a day after. It truly was not.
0: It's a learning process. Yeah. So and
1: I did learn, and I, you know, and I really believe in taking accountability when you're wrong and just growing from it. And I would say that the one thing that we I learned was that I will never say when I'm doing something and you know, it, leaving you with the assumption that you're going to get it at that same time as well. Especially now, if I, from,
0: And from my point of view, I mean, it, it was a small majority that really got passionate, and upset. And, and we are very, very thankful for those friends because they care. They do care a lot. Yeah. And it really does mean the world to us. We can take constructive criticism and, you know, we know it comes from a good place. And if you're following us, then, you know, it, we're all part of the community and we love you either way.
1: Yeah, but I got to be honest, I have a special place in my heart for those of you who were like, no, don't listen to them. We understand. Your true friends love you. And I'm like, thank you. Thank you for understanding that I'm not 10 people in one.
0: Well, at the end of the day, it all worked out. And now we can finally start getting ready to decorate a boy's room and think of a theme, which I already have a theme in mind, but...
1: Yes. Okay. And before we start talking about that, we have talked about Perfect Bars before. It's literally the best snack, quote unquote cookie is what we call it for Gracie. It's the best cookie because it's literally made with freshly ground peanut butter and up to eight grams of whole food protein eight organic superfoods. It's perfect for your kiddo because they love it. It tastes delicious, but they they, they think that they're eating like cookie dough, but it's and actually I'm, healthy.
0: And I'm not one to take a look at the ingredients, but these perfect bars are really organic, non-GMO. They're project verified, gluten-free, soy-free, kosher, low GI. And it is the best tasting protein bar that I've ever had in my life. And and I am I am obsessed with them. And I've had two every single morning for the past month.
1: Yeah. You're a little pigger, but no, it's true. Like, I think that a lot of times there's a negative connotation when it comes to flavor. Like you have to like sacrifice flavor for organic, like just for healthy food in general, but you really aren't sacrificing flavor with these. And honestly, they're kept right in the refrigerator aisle. We keep them in our refrigerator as well. But when you want them, like let's say you're traveling or something, you can take them out of the fridge for a week and they stay good. It's just a really nutritious and a delicious snack for someone as small as your toddler, all the way up to your yeah. husband who's going to be 40 in a couple years. Yeah.
0: And they have a couple different flavors. My favorite is the dark chocolate chip peanut butter. Uh, the other one is peanut butter, but they also have coconut peanut butter. Uh, I, I love them. I could eat them all the time and it's lovely.
1: They really are genuinely delicious. And right now, Perfect Bar is offering you 15% off your online order. Just go to perfectbar.com slash HMCP.
0: And shop their refrigerated snacks at Perfect Bar. Bar.com slash HMCP today to get 15% off of your entire order.
1: Get ready for this crazy holiday season and get yourself some perfect kids. How about that with Perfect Bar? <laughs> Go to PerfectBar.com slash HMCP to stock up and save 15%.
0: And there's eight organic superfoods in the kids' bar, there's over 20 superfoods in the adult bar.
1: Okay. Now back to our baby's nursery, because this is what I have been dying to do since the moment I found out that we are pregnant.
0: Oh, I'm having father-son outfits galore. I can't wait. Matchy-matchy <laughs> like you've never believed.
1: Oh, you're so funny. You get so jealous of Henley and I. I do. Which I think is cute. I do. Oh, I want to have family matchy-matchy outfits.
0: <laughs> I'm thinking nautical because we already have some nautical stuff. And I really like the beach theme. And I think nautical would be a perfect fit for our son.
1: Yeah, and I honestly I love navy blue and gray and white, like those colors. I mean, that's literally the decorations of our living room yeah. downstairs.
0: And we have wooden boats around the house, So yeah. we have the paintings. My grandpa Tyler has a seagull painting and another painting. It's just it, it's gonna be awesome.
1: Yeah, so we are gonna make it nautical. Are we? Are we like dead set on that, Doug?
0: I think so. I, I mean, I am
1: because I kind of like the idea of like space, like. Sp- like outer space as well. And like spaceships and things like that. No, that's corny. That is not. It is. Yeah. No, it's not. That's
0: corny. I, I I nautical's more practical and realistic. I wouldn't even want dinosaurs in there. Nautical's good because you can go in a lot of different ways and I like the little beach theme and boat shoes and if he's has anything like Henley's hair, well he probably won't have hair until he's two. <laughs> But it'll be nice and blonde and wavy. And Wait,
1: can we talk about that for a second? Because when I was born, I had a head of dark hair. I'm a little worried if this baby doesn't look like Henley. Well, I mean, it would have to probably look a little bit more like me since she looked just like you.
0: Yeah, but now she looks way more like you when you were that age. Yeah,
1: I know. But what I'm saying is like when Henley came out, I really wasn't expecting her to look like that. And so I didn't, I felt like she wasn't even my kid for a hot second. And I, don't, I know I shouldn't say that out loud. It's probably natural. It is natural for some people. I never wanted that to happen to me though. I did not want that to happen to me. And I was always (laughs) like, that will never happen to me. And then we had her and I was like, oh, that's my kid. Like if she did not just come out of my hoo-ha, I would literally be like, not think that that was my kid for sure. Mm -hmm. Like if that was a, if I had a C-section and I didn't get to see her, I would have been like, are you sure that's my (laughs) kid?
0: And I thought she had red hair when she came out, but she didn't.
1: No, it's just like, literally toehead blonde yeah. but now if the, now if the baby this baby that i'm pregnant with if this baby comes out and doesn't look like just like henley i'm gonna be like are you sure this is our kid because <laughs> our daughter looks nothing like this so i i really hope that he looks a lot like gracie i'm
0: sure he will well i i, I imagine that'll probably look like you and look like me
1: not the milkman. <laughs> Hopefully not. You have a lot of faith in me.
0: <laughs> or not any of the cooks or the, the waiters that were running around the gender reveal party that night.
1: Yeah, we had uh, Bertucci's here to cater and I'm not one to cater. Like I usually try to do most things myself. They killed but it. They it was, killed it. Yeah, I always try to save a dollar. So I was like, you know, if I could go to like the bulk section and like the freezer aisle and just bake every, all everything. But honestly, I was like, I know that it has not been very easy for us to get pregnant. I know that I'm not getting any younger and I'm like, what if this is our, and I also know that we're not having a baby shower. And I'm like, what if this is our last like chance to celebrate a baby growing within me? Like, I I don't want to be cheap. Like I I really Mm. wanted to enjoy the day as best I can. I mean, for me, I called all the stops by like taking a video and trying to edit it for YouTube (laughs) and I even so Bertucci's I had them cater it and by the way phenomenal oh my gosh yeah. so I
0: mean good. they it was a full Italian spread and they had everything from the appetizers to dinner to desserts we had more than enough they
1: were really nice because we didn't even order what do you call them charcaruti boards how do you say uh, that cutting boards no you know the boards that people have with cheese and whatnot mm-hmm. they gave us those like they that was like almost like gifted to us because we didn't even order that but any case they came and set it all up and it was really really nice and definitely worth the splurge I thought like for you know for the event but anyways and also, we should
0: we should talk about how there was almost a fire because of it which was our fault not yeah their that's fault. not
1: their fault but so they like set up there what do you call those like I don't
0: know there's it was like prop- a face style like when you yeah. open up the lid for the front it goes under and they had two of those little flame things on top of to each like other to like keep the food heated and when you flipped one up it actually knocks the top one off where yeah the paper caught on fire and, and thankfully no, somebody was there
1: no joke this was the biggest drama that we had happen at our gender reveal party so the tablecloth was the paper tablecloth and it caught on fire and thank god the we guy fire yeah, like there and like the, my sister-in-law was like, "Do you smell that?" And I was like, "No, what do you smell?" And I'm pregnant, so I smell everything. And yeah. I was like, "I don't smell a thing." And she's she's always a little dramatic, <laughs> anyway. So I'm like, "Everything's fine, everything's fine." But no joke, there was a fire in the room, and it was kind of like a. It's in our dining room, so it's the only room that's separated from the rest of the house. And thank God, like the number one boy scout was in there at the yeah. time. Getting Russell
0: cleaned. Anderson, thank you. Oh my! Thank you, gosh. thank you, Karen. I know you're listening right now. Tell. Russell, thank you because yes. he prevented a forest fire.
1: Not only was it a paper tablecloth, but there are balloons all over the place. I had a clothesline filled with baby onesies and like this little, I almost called this baby Jonathan. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's all right. Oh my gosh. I almost just said Jonathan's this baby, not Jonathan. Anyways, I, I had this baby's ultrasound pictures up on this thing. So, I mean, there was like lots of flammable things all around where this fire could have just like lit our house up. Yeah. But he so calmly <laughs> distinguished it. My sister grabbed an ice cube to put like around it so that it was wet and it wouldn't catch a fire again.
0: Right. And there was almost two fires because it happened on the other one that was lifted yeah. up too.
1: And I promise you that if your sister had noticed the fire and it wasn't Russell... I mean, our house probably would be up in flames because she would just panic and freak out and scream. No, she's, she's,
0: she does good under pressure.
1: I don't know. She, yeah. Like she literally she, smelled she it and freaked out. She saved
0: my brother Matt's life growing up. How? Because she was inside and my mom was talking to the neighbor and Matt was a little climber and climbed up on the uh, above ground pool that we had. And he's like three years old, maybe just climbs into the pool. Falls in. My mom doesn't see him or hear him. Lindsay's inside the house and she's young too and runs outside and says, mom, Matt's in the pool. And my mom has to run and jump into the pool or she kind of like rolled into the pool (laughs) because she can't really jump to get him. And yeah. Oh my
1: God. That's so scary. That is like one of my biggest fears is that Henley just, falls into the water and and like we don't Mm -hmm. know when she just drowns
0: yeah that's why it's okay having a above ground pool sometimes
1: yeah i actually we have an above ground pool and i really don't like the way it looks it's like pretty much the ugliest thing you've ever seen
0: but she jumps into things now
1: yeah she's really not scared so it is nice that we can lock the gate up to it and she definitely can't climb up it it's way too slippery on the sides so i don't think we'd get an in-ground pool until all of our kids are swimming at least right
0: yeah Well, I do want to switch gears, though, because as happy as I was for the gender reveal and it becoming a boy and me sobbing like a a little schoolgirl in the garage when no one was around and then the next day trying to stay positive and stay excited which I was, and I still am excited. But it this same thing happened with Jonathan. We found out it was a boy and we made the announcement and then, you know, it just took a turn. So it's, you know, I I don't expect that to happen this time around, but going through that experience, it's tough to get fully engulfed into the excitement part. And all I could end up saying was, you know, even responding to people was, thank you so much. And I, I without even noticing it I started to write fingers crossed the rest of the way and it just seemed like natural for me to say that and respond with that when it, you know I should have been more happy
1: no I mean I think well, obviously we're both very very happy but it brings back some really painful memories with Jonathan and and also I'm 16 weeks pregnant right now so next week I'm 17 weeks and that's the exact time that we lost Jonathan Yep. so it's just like probably too many things happening all at once. And like finding out this is a boy and you know, also my sister. So both of my sisters are pregnant with me. And <laughs> Which is
0: pretty incredible.
1: Yeah. It's really awesome. You have
0: fertile sisters. Oh, well, <laughs> it took I'm, us a, a while, but they take out their birth control and within a month they're both pregnant.
1: Yeah, it's true. And I, <laughs> I'm like so jealous of that because we, I, we tried for 18 months to have a baby in had two losses and these two, you know, they literally get pregnant the first try.
0: Well, maybe you're more Rogan than you are. Rogan as in my Otis, dad's last yeah. name.
1: <laughs> maybe, but you know, King, whatever. I shouldn't even say that though, because my sister Leah, she was actually going in to get her tubes tied and found out that she's pregnant. Which is so, how my
0: brother was, came about. My mom was going to get her tubes tied and they said, oh, you're pregnant. And they weren't, my parents weren't expecting to have a third kid.
1: Yeah. And they let him jump in the pool and his sister comes and saves his life. Right. right. <laughs> Not just kidding. But that's the hainer rubbing off on me, but there it is. no, but my sister Leah, so my, so I'm due in May. My sister Leah is due in June and my sister Amy Lynn is due in August. So we're all pregnant together. And these are the two sisters I had custody of when I was younger. So it's very surreal.
0: And Henley and Natalie are a couple months apart too.
1: No, they're only a month and like two days apart. Oh, And so, so it's just very interesting that we're all, you know, having babies at the same time. But my sister Leah was not planning on having a baby. She was actually going in to get her tubes tied and found out she was pregnant and got very, very excited for this pregnancy. But now she's not sure if it's going to maintain, like if this baby's, um, a viable pregnancy. So yeah, that's, um,
0: which I'm sorry. I mean, it's tough to hear it's tough for anybody even if you weren't planning for it oh my it's...
1: gosh yes like i think it's almost worse because the guilt of the guilt of not planning for the baby and not Necessarily, "quote unquote," wanting the baby, it just reminds me a couple episodes back with Desiree, our Fran, who didn't want the baby, and then she went through a loss, and it's like just the amount of guilt and just the pain, in the it's just so so sad. Yeah. So, anyways, if you guys listening, if you happen to think of it and you want to send out a prayer for my little sister Leah, um, because she has like a follow up ultrasound, but um, I'm sh- you know, and she she's like, I'm sure everything's fine. I'm sure everything's fine. But um, yeah, we'll let you know next week because she'll have her doc- next ultrasound by then. We'll let you know how it goes. But if you could send a little prayer out for her, we would really appreciate that. Because there's honestly, there's nothing worse than being pregnant with someone and then you lose your baby and the other person just goes on to have this healthy, amazing pregnancy. I mean, that literally just happened to me with my sister-in-law, Carrie. Mm-hmm. Actually, both times I was pregnant. I was pregnant with her. And one was with Jonathan and I lost Jonathan. And then like literally she came over with her newborn baby, my nephew Mason. And like Like the next day after, yeah, it was literally the next day. And I'm holding this newborn after I just delivered my 17 week old baby who I had to give away like to the doctors and never see again. It was excruciating. And I know that she didn't mean anything by it. Obviously first, no way. She did not mean anything by it at all, but that was the most painful thing I've ever had to do was like, like I just bawled the whole entire time she was there because I, and I couldn't even, I just kind of wanted to be like, go take your okay, take your healthy baby and go. Like, I appreciate you trying to be supportive, but this is killing me. It like tore my heart to shreds. And you know, then what happened with, when, with the last pregnancy that we had together, we were supposed to go in, we were literally due like 2 weeks apart. We were supposed to go into this. we go to see the same exact doctor. We had the same exact date scheduled to to see our babies and she goes home with, you know, her ultrasound and her happy healthy baby growing inside her and I go home with pills to induce a uh, miscarriage yep. really because my baby stopped growing. And then I had to go and just like literally watch her have a beautiful pregnancy and, you know, a handsome little fella mm-hmm. and still I'm trying to conceive a freaking baby it's it's excruciating it was cute
0: oh god what no god
1: I'm just saying it's really really excruciating and I'm not at all saying that it's certainly not her fault at all and I was happy for her and I wanted to be happy for her but I do not want this to be the case for my sister Leah because I know how painful it is and I don't want to be the girl with the big pregnant belly so happy and my sister looks at me and is sad but you I don't also want to don't make make her
0: have, cry you, you also don't have control over that and you know everybody handles it differently and you know I think just being there for Leah she'll appreciate that more than, than you know I I just don't want you to think that you're flaunting your belly around well I really won't and honestly
1: my sister Amy isn't as attuned to these things. She's never suffered a loss and she's, you know, so I was talking to her today and I was like, listen, if things don't pan out for Leah, we are not, we should never talk about our pregnancies. Like, you know, like unless she brings it up and we can just, you know, nicely say, oh yeah, going well or whatever. But I know that that's honestly the last thing I wanted to talk about was Carrie's healthy pregnancy or like, you know, i just did not like it just hurt my heart and i was happy for her and i am obviously still happy for her but like it just hurt my heart so in any case for those of you out there who have a friend who suffered a loss or if you're going through a loss yourself know that you're not alone and i hope that that's somewhat helpful like the first things first is know you're not alone and feeling like the bittersweet feeling of being like wanting to be happy for your friend who's pregnant but also just like grieving your loss and grieving the fact that you haven't been able to have a baby. But, and then if you're the opposite shoe, just know that, you know, people understand where you're coming from a hundred percent and you know, we just, us, all of us mamas got to stick out for each other. So anyways, that was a total, I was not planning on sharing all of that, but I'm happy that, that we did because I just think that it's important to talk about, so, yeah, we're going to head on up to Thanksgiving weekend tomorrow. You guys are probably already enjoying a Thanksgiving feast. We're so happy that you guys come over to our Hot Marriage, Cool Parents podcast and hang out with us. Please do leave a five-star review because I can't wait to give 50 of you.
0: 50. And we all have to drink uh, the coffee at the same time.
1: Um, That's going to be difficult to do. So you can have coffee whenever you want. We're okay, not going to control that, Doug. <laughs>
0: okay fine this is going to be the last holiday that henley is the only child
1: next year this time we're going to have a six-month-old baby and
0: a three-year-old yeah and the six-month-old is going to have a baseball glove and we're going to go out and have a catch oh my gosh the baby
1: won't even be able won't even be walking then
0: he'll know how to have a catch though
1: oh my goodness you're crazy. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much again for listening and hanging out with us. Yes. And I hope that we've made your commute or your workout or your cleaning or whatever you're doing while you're listening.
0: And have a safe and happy Thanksgiving and Friday, Black Friday. Yeah, don't, and
1: get, don't get trampled on at all the cyber, stores. Right.
0: And Cyber Monday. Don't get hacked. Um, but enjoy it and be with family.
1: Yeah, we'll talk to you next week. Same place right here on Hot Marriage, Cool Parents. We'll talk to you guys soon. Love you. Love you.
0: Bye. Hasta luego.